Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Dynasty, Dynasty Queens. Queens. I'm your host, Pamela Nicole, and I've got the beautiful in the building, y'all. But before we get started, I do want to give a shout out to our, one of our sponsors, Social Media Blast Off. So with Social Media Blast Off, guys, if y'all are looking to up the ante on your social media platforms, that's where you need to go. Socialmediablastoff.net has everything you're looking for. If you're an artist, upcoming artist, influencer, um, whatever the works may be, entrepreneur, and you're just really trying to uh, promote that social media platform, go ahead and give them a try. So if you go ahead and scan the QR code right over here, you'll get 30% off that first purchase and get everything going. So let's get on into it. All right. Oh, honey. It. You know, we've talked about a lot of things um, on the podcast. We really haven't really touched too much on love. Amor. Ooh, love. So <laughs> I'm a big, big supporter of love languages uh-huh. in a relationship. I think that's like definitely one of the top things that you need to really think about and look for in a relationship. For sure. You know, and I think a lot of uh, relationships fail predominantly because people aren't reading their love languages or they don't know their partner's love language per se. Yeah. Um, So what do you you think about that? Do you think that that's an important key to a relationship? Absolutely. Um, I feel that if we don't have that connection Mm -hmm. with the person that is considered our partner. Right. And this is our serious committed partner. Then... There's no foundation. And what I mean by that is you have to build together, right? Amen. So once you get all the physical stuff out the way, because let's be honest, these days, nobody, you know, is going straight to the altar. Once you get all the physical stuff out the way, (laughs) then you have to decide, okay, so do we have something here, you know, or was it just superficial? That. Once you get past that, it's all about establishing a form of loyalty and trust and one of the ways you make that connection with your person is by establishing what they like, the things that make them, you know, feel all special and gooey inside. Of course. If of that's, course. you know, the way I can put it. Yeah. Um, we're humans and we do a lot based off of emotion. Girl, you ain't you know? lying. <laughs> emotion has a lot to do with how we just maneuver. So I feel if you don't have that intimate connection, and intimacy is not just sex or, you know, relations. It's so yes. much deeper. And before I get into that, what mm-hmm. do you think some things are like, what are some examples of intimacy you without know, being related to sex? When you go into the depths of intimacy, that's where the love languages come into play for me. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, like for me, one of my personal love languages is um, words of affirmation. Okay. If you're taking the time out of your day to like, tell me something nice about myself or, you know, just give me a compliment or, you know, let me know if I'm in the middle of doing something, you're doing a great job. You know, Mm -hmm. that definitely, that speaks some type of intimacy to me. You know what I'm saying? For sure. You know, holding hands, Mm -hmm. you know, another one, acts of service is another great one. Mm -hmm. I'll do the dishes tonight, hon. Don't worry about it. Right. I got it. You know, stuff like that is definitely like a form of intimacy for me. What about for you? Um, another form of intimacy that I am really fond of is um, listening, listening skills. <laughs> I feel like if my partner can hear me out mm-hmm. and let's say I told him, hey, you know, I wanted to 
I wanted us to stay home tonight and cook dinner opposed to going out or whatever. And the next day he's, you know, coming back from whatever he was doing, being busy, being a boss or whatever. And um, he's like, oh, I'm going to sleep. Can you make me a sandwich? When we had already, you know, made plans or whatever, were you, you know, people going about their busy day, but for you to not remember, you know, that conversation we had. Yeah. Things like that kind of, you know, throw me off a little bit. Okay. (laughs) And I think it is intimate for a man to actually pay attention. Definitely. You know, pay attention and listen. (laughs) Just just meet those needs, you know? Yeah, to listen. Listening skills are so vital um, when it comes to a relationship. And it is a form of intimacy. Um, Another one is just sitting down and just silence. You could start, you know, rubbing my hand or whatever. We could just be watching television together. But mm-hmm. sometimes that silence is can be peaceful. We're both I on the that. same accord. We can feel the vibe. We can feel the energy that we're giving to the other person. And you don't always have to say anything. You're with, you're with your special for Y'all sitting down, chilling, Netflix and all that stuff. Exactly. And so sometimes that silence after a long day, you know, it speaks volumes. It doesn't have to always be noise. Agreed. Agreed. And, you know, I think a lot of people have that misconception. I love what you said right there, because silence is golden sometimes, even in in that situation in a relationship. The bad kind of silence is, though, like you're on like your partner's on the phone, you're on your phone and it's dead silence. But, you know, you're here, but you're not here in, in present in that time. You know what I mean? To me, that's noise. Okay, that is the equivalent of noise. So silence can have two different meanings. The first silence is, like I said, it's that intimate silence. It's right. you guys are vibing off of each other's energy and you understand what it is without exactly. speaking words. But <laughs> the other type is the noise, the clutter. Mm-hmm. So that is a defense mechanism and also is you, you know, not wanting to face whatever, you know, maybe y'all had a disagreement or, yeah. you know, things are on the rocks or kind of shaky. If you're like, oh, you know, let me take this call, everything, and everyone's just moving around all the time. And, you know, when you start your day, you're, hey, hey, hi and bye, you know, when right, you come in right. at the end of the day. That's clutter. That's noise. There's, that's a disturbance in your relationship. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. No, that makes perfect sense. That makes absolute sense. Yeah. So let me ask you something, babe. As far as, like, with the love languages, like I was talking about, um, it's such a key factor into a healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that people with different love languages can coexist and, you know, have a strong, healthy relationship? Or do you feel like people that pretty much speak the same love language, is that's just it? Like, what do you think? I was thinking about that a couple minutes ago, and I was going to bring something like that up. Um, How can I phrase this? I don't think it's going to work long term. Okay. Why, why is that, babe? Because the love language is essentially, like I said, the foundation of y'all's relationship. Mm-hmm. Think about it. True. It's how y'all communicate. It's how you express your emotions and feelings to one another. The word love language <laughs> is kind of vast. You know, it can cover a lot of facets in your relationship. Very but true. I feel it is one of the key components to the foundation. If you don't speak my love language, then you're something's missing Mm -hmm. there's no connection or there could be a connection or i think also over time people's love languages can change Change. okay and y'all go in two different directions which is why people break up gotcha and i was going to add to that too like as far as you know a compromise of course is always so beneficial to it Mm -hmm. he might you know person a might speak words of affirmation and acts of service 
person B may be, you know, um, quality time. Yeah. And even though they're different mm-hmm. in their own right, that compromise, if you don't have that compromise in the middle, yeah. I really feel like, no, it's not going to work. Like I you see said. what you're saying. Yeah. I see you're saying I'm bringing something that's loving to the table. This other person's bringing something. Completely different. Completely different. Yeah, I yeah. Get, I get that. Mm-hmm. But I guess <laughs> at the same time, they are speaking your love language. Even though, like, you are a person who wants to do the act of service, right? Right. So the other person is reciprocating that, and they, you may like it when they, you know, volunteer to do something else, you know, completely different. But at the same time, it's going back and forth, and that still equals the same love language, even though it's a different gotcha. act, even though it's a different, you know what I'm saying? That makes I don't sense, think yeah. that's, I don't think that is what entails the love language. Okay. It's making sure that it works, the balance. Exactly. Okay. What I'm what I mean when I say y'all don't speak that love language anymore is if it's just off. Oh no, like that, I'm, that you know makes what I'm sense. Yeah, the cadence sure. is off. For sure, for sure. You know no, what I'm yeah, saying? That's the, the the end, you know? Right. At the end of the day, it's so just that you stop doing your service mm-hmm. and the other person stops coming and showing, you know, their best face forward. Right. And then y'all are off. And then sometimes people can get back on track and sometimes they, they just can't. Yeah. They don't put in the work to get back on track. They're on two different pages at that point, you know? Yeah. So what do you think? And this, this I always think about this. You know, we have, you know, the boomer generation. Mm-hmm. You've got people that have been married 50, 60, sometimes 70 years, right. you know, and that are still alive and kicking and mm-hmm. still, like, got the groove on, you know, <laughs> the, the romance, <laughs> the, the, everything is still on point. Okay. What do you think is different about what they were doing back then than now? You mean to keep the spark Yeah, alive? just to keep the, keep it together, honestly. Like ways to make sure the love language never dissipated. Like yeah. They kept it together. It really, it takes work. <laughs> As soon as someone gets too selfish to put in the, the work uh-huh. or too hard-headed or too whatever, right, right. too busy to put in the work, it's going to crash and burn. So I would love to pick the brain of some couples that have been together for a long time because unfortunately, sure. some couples that have been together forever, it's not a beautiful love story. This is very true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people stay with folks for a lot of reasons. One of them being financial, okay, mm-hmm. because either one or the other doesn't have their own stability or their own motion going for themselves. Right, right. Or they have children and, you know, going through like a messy divorce can sometimes be a financial burden yeah. or a stressful burden. Um, and sometimes people decide to just stay together and just uh, keep it as a business partnership. And they may, without their family knowing, date others and just keep the the family unit together because of, you know, the um, discord it would cause to, to break it up. Right, right. But... For those who are actually in it for the long haul for the right reasons, I'm sure there's so many different reasons. Why I would love to know because I want to. Seriously, be one of those people. You know, seriously. You know, I wanna, you know grow, old with somebody grow old with somebody, and you know that's the goal. And I think a lot of the times today it's not happening. It really isn't because I think we're losing a sense of the values that the elders have for sure. Um, and working together, cooperating as a couple, moving in unison. That one's important. Right? That yeah. kind of go coincides with love language. Indeed. Moving in unison. Indeed. Yeah. So how do you feel like when sometimes when people are, are off, what would you say is a good way, you know, to get back on track with that person? When you lose that unison, when you lose that motion, when you lose that love language? 
you know, honestly, with that, you have to have that awareness at first. Some some mm-hmm. people may not even have the awareness. One partner be, might be like, you know what, I'm trying my hardest. Mm-hmm. The other partner may be like, you know, I'm good. Yeah. Like, there's there's no problem. So mm-hmm. awareness is definitely number one. I agree. And then number two, I mean, this this is kind of hit or miss. Counseling sometimes does help people. Yeah. Um, that's why I said awareness definitely for number one, because not everybody is um, comfortable talking to a stranger about their, you know, transgressions or whatever else is going on, their drama, whatever is just making things not work. So, I mean, that would be the two things I would honestly say. Yeah. What about you? I agree, especially with like, unfortunately, like the counseling aspect. Yeah. A lot of us, without even thinking about it, we're very prideful. Very. And sometimes our pride can hold us back from getting the help we need, either even if it's from, like, a relative or something, mm-hmm. let alone counseling. Um, you know, I've been there myself. Pride. <laughs> so sometimes when you bring that into a situation or relationship, an ego, acting out of ego, yeah. can be very detrimental. Because I feel when you're... Trying to, like you said, compromise with your partner. You're yeah. supposed to put that stuff aside. But we don't always do that. Neither no. one of us. I'm talking <laughs> about people, you know. Absolutely. General, absolutely. We don't do that. And um, the impact can be really detrimental to uh, your relationship. Agreed. You know, I thought about another thing. You were just talking about that um, accountability. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I speak accountability all the time. And that is definitely in the top three. Right. As well, because... So many people get so upset when you bring something to the table like, hey, this this is what you're not doing. Yeah. I'm letting you know. And right. people nowadays are just so up in arms about, well, oh, you're 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 telling me this and mm. and that's not true. It's just like just yeah. hold yourself. You as an individual, we mm. all need to just hold ourselves accountable to yeah. everything. For sure. You know, and I think that would really help in a relationship. Yeah, definitely. You know, it, it would, would actually help people in the relationship and in everyday interactions with human beings. Agreed. Agreed. You know, I know like in some jobs and stuff, some career fields, they teach you like in training because I used to work like in management and stuff when I was in the corporate world. Yeah, yeah. They teach you to start off like when you're going to write somebody up or mm-hmm. give someone a warning about something. You're supposed to start with the positive first. You layer it like a sandwich. Okay. You start with the positive reinforcement. Then you give them what the nitty gritty, like, hey, this is what needs to, you know, this needs to be fixed. All right. And give them a resolution. Hmm. And I feel if we we actually implement that into our, you know, intimate relationships with our partners. Ooh. Don't you think that would? Ooh, I like that. I'm giving myself an idea right now. Look. I love like that. Instead of a lot of the time, us as women, I'm, I'm going to say this, sometimes we bash men and like, oh, you didn't do this. Why didn't you take out the trash? This and that and the third. Right. When the man could have had a stressful time, stressful day, you don't know what he's going through. Mm-hmm. But we're thinking we're running off of emotion first. That's that's just the way of the women. We're running off of emotion. <laughs> exactly. And the man is not. He's running off of what do I need to do? <laughs> you know, I've got to go home. i got to still provide for my family. This and mm-hmm. that and the third. We're wanting that emotional connection. So we should kind of stop ourselves and be like, hey, baby, like, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I know you, you know, um, took that package off to the post office this morning. Thank you. I needed that because I had a meeting to go to at 12. You know, I just really wish you could have taken the trash, too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so grateful for you. But dang, you know. Right, right. 
But you know, it's okay because how about we put some reminders on the fridge? Like we have like a calendar schedule oh, system in place where yeah. we don't have this. So I think stuff like that can kind of <laughs> help alleviate a lot of arguments in relationships. Agreed, agreed. Having like schedules of who's going to do what, you know, if people have different chores or even when you have children and stuff. Yeah, for sure. You know, disseminating all of the responsibilities in the household to kind of alleviate some pressure off of, you know. I like that. Right? I like that. I just thought of something else, else clever too. What if you had like, you know how some people have like a swear jar and you like say a bad word and you got to put like money, like a dollar in the swear jar. Okay. What if you did a like a, a jar uh-huh. for your significant other when they don't do something that's on the task? Baby, come on. You don't want to do it. Somebody, that Birkin's right? calling my name. Like, Birkin's calling my name. <laughs> Come on. F- okay. Keep forgetting. No, I'm just kidding. Money talks, right. Look, at the end of the day, that'll do it, right? You know. <laughs> like, that That would be fantastic. Right. I agree. Yeah. I think there's um, lots of different ways that, you know, we can kind of help um, coddle those situations and get people back on track. But at the same time, if you're not willing to put in the work, of if you're not willing to get back on track, if you don't want to get back on track, it can't just be one person. This is true. It it's a team. Be, yeah, it's a team it's effort. It's a team effort, it yes. It has to be both parties, you know, invested into making that relationship work. Absolutely. So, you know, there's so many different scenarios um, that you can think of. Um, <laughs> I'm just like... With that. There's so many different scenarios. But at the end of the day... Love language is very versatile. Indeed. It's very versatile. Now on the flip side of love languages, (laughs) I do want to ask you, hon. I mean, I know you like the back of my hand. Right. But, you know, our viewers are still getting to know us and everything. Okay. So y'all know our love languages. What are red flags for Mm -hmm. you when it comes to to your significant other? What are some red flags, (laughs) (laughs) boo-boo? Some red flags. Let me think about it. Oof. I mean, you know, kind of early on. Yeah. If there's a disconnect early on. Like little things. Um, I'm trying to think. Little, little nuances that can actually add up. Like, for example, if the person um, starts off behaving one way and then mm-hmm. after like, maybe six months and they completely switch up like just like catch you off guard just completely switch up Mm -hmm. um and throw you for a loop and then you continue to pursue because you're like oh well you know that was just a one time whatever it was right right that was a one time thing they're not going to do it again when at this point in time they're showing you okay this is who i can be okay you know so it could be maybe he you know whoever he or she right 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 yelled at you in an argument Mm -hmm. or cusses you out or I don't know just stuff I don't know just it could be anything I got you but if you if it's off to you if you're like ooh, I feel that's a red flag if you ever have to be like oh mm. like I didn't like that like side eye like yeah be, like back here like hmm I don't know about that that I mean that's obviously <laughs> a red flag right? definitely <laughs> definitely it's like the red flag but you know what I don't like that some people will like say they'll rebuttal oh it's just the honeymoon phase mm-hmm. You know, you got to give it six months. But my whole thing is, if I'm in a relationship with someone, that honeymoon my honeymoon phase doesn't end. Mm-hmm. Like, it may, you know, dwindle down a little bit, yeah. but the it's still got to be there. Like, the romance, like, everything should still, it's it's hard work. 
Yeah. You know? So I don't really believe in the, the honeymoon, honeymoon phase. phase or whatever. I see what you're saying. It's more mm-hmm. like um, a roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. You go through phases. Absolutely. Seasons changes, you know, in, in every relationship. But you know? at the same time, if the season never goes back to spring and you're just stuck <laughs> in a tsunami. Right. For yeah. a couple seasons, then it may be time to, to jump ship. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Now, do you believe if you go, okay, if you get to the red flag portion of the relationship and you uh-huh. see like the first couple of signs, would you then be like, you know what, maybe they had a rough day? Like, say it doesn't happen for a while. Yeah. Would you stay and just be like, you know, this was just a fluke day he or she, you know, just had and. They probably won't do it again. Are you going to stay around? Or are you just going to jump ship at the first sign of that? Me personally, I'm not going to jump ship at the first time because that wouldn't be fair because okay. I'm going to have my moments too. Very true. Very true. So when it comes to that, it really depends on how far along you are in a relationship. Obviously, mm. if you're like married, <laughs> then you kind of want to stick it out. Oh, yeah. You know, longer. Course, but if you're still, like in a, the early phases of dating, and you feel this is not something that you're able to put up with. Mm-hmm. You should probably exit the situation okay. early on. But someone you've been with for a long time, they have a lot to offer to the table. I feel that you can always, without them knowing, you can do like a list of pros and cons and kind okay. of weigh out, you know. Because a lot of time we're just going with the motion of life and we're with somebody and we're not yeah. thinking about that. We're just thinking we're together, you know. And people a lot of time don't, they like familiarity. They don't like change. Yeah. So it's sometimes, even if something's not serving you anymore, right? it feels familiar and it feels like something you know. And sometimes that change feels like, you know, the carpet being pulled from under your feet. Exactly. So you kind of have to, kind of have to weigh it out. I got you. I right? When you say or what do, yeah. you, what do you think? I mean, for the most part, it, it really just depends on the circumstance as well. Like if you're talking, you know oh, my bad, like, I have an attitude at times, you know, and I I didn't mean to yell at you or I didn't mean to, like, get angry. I can see where you're coming from, but if it comes to, like, actual abuse... Oh, no, that's different. And, you know, but the sad thing is, like, some women mm-hmm. do what, what what you were just saying. It's yeah. like, you know what? Right. I'm going to yeah. ride it out and see. And that's why I'm saying it's... You have to kind of, like, gauge it because yeah. it's, it's a balance because by all means, guys, I'm not saying to stay with an abuser or anything like that. I'm saying if it's a, mm-hmm. some few hiccups every once in a while and you're willing to, you know, put up with it, then that's okay. Like, that doesn't make you a weak person or right. less than just because you're willing to, you know, put up with a few nuances because guess mm-hmm. what? We got them too. We're not perfect. <laughs> so as women, another thing we need to realize that we can't just be like, oh, he needs to make sure every every box is checked. Okay, what about me? What am I doing to improve on myself? Mm-hmm. What am I bringing to the table? Exactly. It's not just bashing the man. A lot of the time we do that because, look, no, girl. We'd be guilty, girl. No, <laughs> no, yeah. It's insane. We'd be so guilty and stuff. Yeah. And again, accountability, baby. Right, like, exactly. We, we're just, we're such, like, just fragile beings yeah, as women, sure. you know? And right. we don't want to just admit when we've done something or we're not doing what, mm-hmm. you know, the standard is. Right. For sure. You yeah. know, I agree. Yes, yeah, definitely. Um, the standard. And then I have a question for you. So what do you think about the standard? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I mean, everybody's different when it comes to like your standard of what you expect Mm -hmm. from your partner. But I definitely think like first and foremostly when you're starting like a relationship with someone that that's you need to lay that down immediately. Like Mm -hmm. this, this is what I expect. Right. I'm not going to accept anything less than that. Mm hmm. And then if that person's willing to compromise, yeah, great. And then you can go forward with that. Right. Like for me, for example, one of my things is don't tell me how to dress. Don't tell me what to do. Those are my top two <laughs> things. That is my standard. I am a very loyal person. I will do what you ask. Mm-hmm. Do not tell me those two things. Like I, I just, I can't. So if that came to play where it's like, oh, well, what are you wearing? We need to have a conversation, especially if I'm in a, like, long-term relationship. Mm -hmm. We need to have a conversation because I laid that down point blank at the very beginning. Right. So how do you feel? I know you just said that. So (laughs) how do you feel about dominance and being submissive? Do you think that as women we are supposed to be submissive? Or I I don't think you do because you said you can't tell me what to do. Yeah. um, I think that it's fair for us to be a little bit of both. Okay. I, I do feel like some women are a lot more submissive than others. And a lot of, of other women like myself are a lot more dominant than mm-hmm. others. So than others, yeah. as long as you have a nice, happy medium mm-hmm. and a good mix of both, I think that, you know, yeah. that, that's fine. What about you? I agree. Um, I think there's a difference between being respectful of your man or your woman yeah. and Telling them what to do. There's a difference. Yes. So definitely. With that being said, it's all about how you say it to that person. Your words carry weight, especially with your intimate, special person. <laughs> your words carry a lot of weight. And sometimes we don't realize, you know, what we're saying. We can be short with people. Oh, yeah. You know? For so sure. I feel like if a man is going to tell me, hey, um, can you make sure, you know, I want, I want, you know, some lemon pepper chicken tonight yeah. with some asparagus and mashed potatoes. You think you can do that for me? I'm not going to be like, if he says it really kindly and says, you know, baby, I really like, you know, this meal. I'm not going to be like, uh, hold on, homeboy. You don't tell me what to do. Because then that's <laughs> the end of my, that's, it's over. Yeah. Crap. Yeah. Game over. <laughs> because like, what? Like, <laughs> so it's all about how you communicate with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the day, I'll make sure, you know, like, okay, sure. You know, I don't mind as long as he's doing whatever, you know, his part of it. And right. that's what I'm mainly what I was talking about from the beginning when it comes to love languages is that balance. So like you were saying, it doesn't have to be the same, the same action. Yeah, yeah, of course. It doesn't have to be the same action. But once you guys fall off, like if you're like, oh, every night you're like, oh, I'm tired. I don't want to cook. No. Mm-hmm. And if that's a repetitive cycle, like you haven't cooked for this man and like, a year then he's like he feels underappreciated and the same thing the vice versa it's a cycle so that's how i feel about it i feel languages are so crucial and important to who we are as human beings you know absolutely babe absolutely right because i mean like i said we cannot coexist in relationships Mm -hmm. without those you know key factors right you know what i mean so yeah I agree. Goodness, you know, good so. conversation. Yes, baby, always, always Great conversation. And of course, in the chat, leave us a comment. Let us know what you think about love languages. Let us know what y'all's love languages are as well. Mm. You know, and you know, share. how you um go about it with your partner if you're with somebody, right? For sure. You know, we appreciate all the feedback we can get. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> absolutely, babe. Keep it up. Keep it current. 
Mm. Even cool. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, I love you so much, girl. Baby, I, love I just you love too. having these little talks and just getting down to it because you're really making me think. Of course. You know, and it's good to actually be able to, to be like, wait a minute, this is how I feel about the situation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just helps that we're able to express, you know, absolutely what it is. So that's what I'm here for. I get you outside your box, my love. Right, right. You got me thinking today, girl. <laughs> mm hmm. Well, with that being said, Here's another episode of Dynasty Queens. Mm-hmm. We guys appreciate you so much for following us. If you yes. are not subscribed to the page, go ahead and subscribe now. Yes. Don't just watch. Just make sure you're subscribed. Yes. <laughs> Invite your friends and family <laughs> to come check the page out as well. We appreciate you guys so much and your support. So until next time, my name is Nia J. I'm Pamela Nicole. And this is Dynasty Queens. Ah. <laughs>